Aloha and welcome back to Politics in Hawaii with Dennis Isaki on Think Tech Hawaii. Today we will be speaking with Lena Ala, Leahu Isa. She studied business in college and has a PhD in educational psychology. She is an OHA, its Office of Hawaiian Affairs trustee, principal broker for Hilton Grand Vacations, a former college professor former state legislator, and was the vice chair of the State Board of Education, among other things. Lei, thank, thank you and welcome to Politics in Hawaii on Think Tank Hawaii. Please tell us a little about yourself and why you plan to continue serving on the OHA board. Well, I got into OHA by chance, because being in, well, being a state representative, first I ran, my very first race was city council of all things. It's like the biggest race with 100,000 constituencies because Oahu has 900,000, almost a million, nine council people. When you run, you represent 100,000. I almost won John Yoshimura that year, but it taught me so much because over a year and a half, I walked every house, Aleppo Pacific Heights and Pa'o Valley, Tantalus, Roosevelt, I mean, everything all the way to Sand Island. That's how big the council district. And all these elderly people, because I used to work on community college in charge of apprenticeship program, and they all gave me $5, $2, all of the poor people by Kalikai, because I went to Kalikai School, Kawakawa. And I lost that race. Oh, Dennis, I was so depressed. I couldn't stay on the island. That's how I got to Kauai. <laughs> my, my brother said, you, you better go back your age. I said, no, I cannot. I feel so bad. So I went there to almost heal. And I found out that's the place where people go to heal, Kauai. So yeah, I met a lot of Hawaii people that started working for Dave Walters, you know, when I right, worked yeah. on the resorts. And they said, yeah, we come to your island. We come here to run away from either my boyfriends or my marriage and <laughs> healing right after the hurricane. But there are a lot of people on Kauai that were very suspicious of me because they said you're not from Kauai you know the came, guys came rip us off when our roofs fell off flew off during the hurricane our house destroyed oh give me five thousand and fix your roof and then they ran away they took all the money so neighbor island as you know neighbor island people are very they don't welcome you you know you have to kind of prove yourself and my car had I have a 12 cylinder Jaguar XJS I shipped it over because that was my car <laughs> You know how many people on Kauai? Only 50,000. Yeah. The residents at that time, and here I ran a district, 100,000. So it was an interesting experience, two years for me. I met almost everybody, the police and everybody on that island. Wailo Homestead. I mean, all the guys, Kapa'a. So when I ran, Ed, oh, it was easy. The teachers, the students, you know, I won that one. Eight years I was on the border Ed before they kicked us off. Uh -huh. What an experience. I went to 30 graduations, 285 public schools. <laughs> and I'm in OHA now because TCEM told me, you gotta go run for OHA with your experience. The Hawaiian people need help. You cannot just not run anymore when Abercrombie kicked us out and he needed an appointed board by the governor. Cause I like, you know, education's my forte. That's how I ended up with OHA. Him and Sam, you know, Sam Moku, he's now the right hand to um, Mayor Blangiotti. He, he and TC took me to lunch. I still remember was at the Prince Court. And they said, you have to put your name in. Okay, put your name in. And then I won. So interesting learning my Hawaiian side because I grew up Kalihi, real poor. 
live with my Hawaiian grandma. So that's how I got in Oha, because who would have thought I would be in Oha one day? I used to tell Bertha, go run Oha. She said, are you crazy? <laughs> and we were really close, Bertha Kaukam and I would go to everything together. Was that, was that way after Clayton He? Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. This is 2014 I got in. Uh -huh. and then I ran again 2018 yeah. and I got in, and yeah. this is my third, third time. But now we got all this money, so it's yeah. exciting. Uh -huh. So um, you're at the legislature uh, checking um, on the funding, right? Uh, can you tell us a little bit about the funding for OHA? Oh, you mean this Hawaiians? morning? Yeah. This morning's press yeah. conference? So I thought right. when I was a state rep, I was chair of the Economic Development Committee. You can start over there, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, so I know what it's like then as being on the other side of the table where I was the chair of the committee and I was on tourism, um, budget, education. So now I'm on the other side testifying for the bill. I want to support <laughs> the bill. Um, yeah, Madam Chair, or this is, um, I support, you know, I, I'm in favor of it. Or anyway, I know the process, how a bill gets passed, how it goes to conference. So that kind of helped me in OHA. Even the Board of Ed, because we would kind of lobby behind the scenes, but that really helped. Well, this morning is a press conference. Let's get back to that. So the press conference was set up by Jacob Aki, who's the communications person for the Senate. And he wanted to have the Native Hawaiian Caucus put together a press conference so that all the Hawaiians that received this funding and the money could come and thank them, mahalo, the, the senators. And Sylvia was there, Sylvia Liu. So the money committee, Donovan Dela Cruz and Sylvia Liu, well, Tyler Gomes was there representing DHHL. I didn't see Bill Isla. Then we had uh, Paula Kana from Iolani, Dallas. I think somebody was there from Bishop Museum. But yeah, they were so thankful. So Hina came and did the chant, Kumu Hina. She did the chant to open. And every TV station and civil beat and everybody was there. So you're going to see it on TV, TV tonight. And of course, uh, our advertiser was taking our pictures. And the first person that spoke was Daniel Holt because he was the co-chair of the Hawaiian caucus in the house. And Jared, Senator Jared Gilkhalil was the Senate um, Hawaiian caucus. Well, Chair Hulu spoke. Then we had um, Noi Noi, Wong Wilson, she's the Mauna Kea. Remember, she was arrested in Mauna, Mauna Kea. Yeah, they flew her in from Big Island to speak. Oh, so how much, money we, how much money are we talking about? Altogether, they said the Hawaiians got one billion. Oh, that's a lot of money, because 600 mil plus whatever the OHA thing, and Iolani Palace, and yeah, altogether, almost a, a billion dollars. So one of the questions from the reporter asked, you know, after they said, oh, anybody have questions? One was, well, what happens next year? Are you going to look at just special funding for certain people? Do they feel that maybe the Hawaiians are going to look upon special this year? But then we had to explain, or um, Ron Kochi and Sylvia explained how over the years we were always overlooked, or DHHL was overlooked, because there was always no more money. Always had to go to social programs, or I remember when I was in the house, we had a terrible recession because Kayatano was the governor. And we had to steal money from ERS to even fund our schools. 90 million was taken. Then David 
Chumbacrow sued us. ERS sued the state and said, don't touch your retirement money. Just because our constitution is different from other states. We have to balance it. We cannot adjourn. We have to balance the budget somehow. So this year, I don't know, they found $2 billion. Or oh, the monarchy issue came up too because it had three senators vote against it on the floor. And one of them was Senator Inouye, and that's her district. And Donna Kim, that was her higher ed committee, and they wanted that working group to come together and take away, I think in five years, to manage the, the uh, mountain, the Mauna, and not have just UH manage it. So it's, it's just different ball game going forward next year. We'll see with the new governor, he's probably, they probably will wait for him to appoint. So, so what is OHA gonna do with the money that is allotted to them? I know there's a need because I get a lot of emails for people wanting to start a business because of COVID, you know, they learn their craft there. I mean, they're very creative, our, our native, our Hawaiian people, or start, but a lot of the money we have, we cannot do that. We cannot build structure. We cannot use it for certain things. So maybe we can figure out how we can use our native Hawaiian revolving fund. Oh, well, we also have Waimea Valley. You know, we own Waimea Valley. Mm -hmm. When there's a flood, last time all the boulders fell off from the, the cliff on the top, we had spent a lot of money. But now our report we got yesterday from Richard Zolo, who's our executive director, he said, oh, the tourists are just coming, Dennis. I mean, thousands a day where we're here to hire more staff. So that's a Valley. Was that the one used to be owned by Hiram Fong? I don't know. It's the Ahukua from yeah. um, Anyway, you're talking about the revolving fund. You're involved with the or revolving fund, right? Uh, there's a Native Hawaiian revolving yeah. fund where yeah. we live small business. They got to pay back. Before, when I was on that very first year, it was all funded by federal money. But now it's not. Or well, maybe it is little, I don't know, but yeah. we put in money for that revolving I guess, fund. I guess just gotta be sure it revolves, I guess. Yes, because a lot <laughs> yeah, of times yeah. we are paid a bad debts off because they, they don't yeah. have money. Yeah. Our um, fisherman, he would want money. I want to buy a boat. Yeah. I'm in Big Island. I'm by um, Kauai High. I need to go fishing, okay. Yeah. Then he lost it in some storm and couldn't pay back the money. So you're right. Yeah, they don't yeah. pay back. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, you briefly mentioned the land in Kaka'ako about 10 years ago, the state uh, assigned, or they, they said they gave Oha the land in Kaka'ako, Makai. Uh, then they said, oh, you couldn't build anything Makai of the road. Alamona Boulevard, and they say, then you cannot, they say you cannot build the towers that Oha wanted to build. So what are they gonna do with the land? Right now we're trying to just brand it as Hawaiian, quote Hawaiian. So we went, put out an RFP, request for proposal for consultant. And we just hired this group called Kuilei. Um, Senator Brian Schatz's wife is part of it. Michael Yee is the CEO of that. And they gave us all these ideas, all we're gonna do. So the first thing is to, you know, where Fisherman's Wharf, they have these concrete pillars 
like a gateway, like our Chinatown gateway, where you have the two lines going in on King Street. We want to make that look more uh, like a logo for Hawaiian branded that people pass by and know, like even when we have our farmer's market on Saturday, that it's Hawaiian, you know, the Hawaiians own it, it's our place. And then put up this really nice, you see these nice tents that they can have concerts under. I mean, nice ones, not like the kind of wind can blow it away. And start having other events there to just show that we are using it. You know, we have to clean it up, of course. It's going to cost some money to clean it up. But we're going to start by this summer. It's moving. It's been sitting there for 12 years. It was a payback of 200 million, 250 million that the state couldn't give us for 20% from whatever the seeded land, the 20% revenues from seeded land, you didn't give us, so that was a payback. But then they gave us this land where the city dump was. Are you from, if you know your Honolulu, you know they used to dump all the garbage and burn the incinerator. When we were kids at all that black snow all over. <laughs> so it's gonna be a while before it can be put to use, you know, for the Hawaiian stand. Yeah, and then now the other problem is climate climate change so you have sea level rise yeah sea level rise and the, the 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 model shows the water coming way up right yes so that's another problem we can't just go bill it is going to happen because look at the shore not sure those how the, the sand washed away from that guy's house fell into the ocean so so it's still in the planning stage yeah i was thinking more like well, these ideas came up before when we hired Ravi Opa. We did have another architect come and do a whole thing for like $3 million. And we took all of those plans he gave us, those ideas. He had every, he went, did his research. He went to Sydney. You remember the, the symphony where they have that, like a walkway. And then he also went to San Antonio. They have a river walk, all these ideas. And then we wanted, like Peter Apo's idea was to have the steeple. The, the tower like Seattle or something, not like, well, maybe a restaurant on the top of it, like a sundial on the bottom. So the cultural practitioners could come there and we can see the solstice. And yeah, it's just different ideas. We have it all in a binder, the, all these ideas, because there is a master plan for that place. But now we're going to have to change. We're going to have to redesign that master plan going forward because we can't build anything. So, yeah, so why is the legislature, you know, saying they don't want you to build, you know, the towers, but at the same time, they're saying, oh, yeah, we went to Singapore, we want to do the, you know, copy the Singapore model yeah. or whatever, build the side rises. Because the group saved the red, you know, the red shirters, saved Kaka'ako, they go and protest, and then you got Sharon, Senator Sharon Morawaki, she's with that group, and they elected her and they beat Brickwood Galuteria. <laughs> Who's trying to help because he's Hawaiian. Yeah. Yeah, so they're very against it. Strong, strong. They could block the view. They said the view. Oh, 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 that's what it is. Yeah, and you get Howard Hughes building like crazy on, on yeah. the other side. Um, it, well, it's my point, you know, like, uh, say we give you the land, but yeah, you kind of build and block our view. So Francis told us to told me to say, when I got elected 2014, Francis, with um, Group 70, Francis Ora, he said, swap the land, sell it, get, get something better where you can start building like Core Ridge. But no, the trustees 
they just wanted that because they said it's waterfront property, not thinking that this climate change is going to happen. I mean, it's, uh, it's up to the board, I guess. And, and yeah, now different trustees, so we might have yeah. different ideas. Yeah. Okay, and you said, you know, the Hawaiians, you know, total got close to a billion. A lot of them went to Hawaiian home, uh, DHHL. Yeah, Hawaiian uh, homes, so, I have it here. So I know uh, it's a different agency, but uh, how do you see uh, is OVO working together with them or? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I know them because when we, like deputy director, he was there today, Tyler Iopaka Gomes. He said, we're gonna generate up to two to 3,000 units and we can start, but they gotta do the infrastructure. So some of that money is gonna to have to put roads, water. And he said, the funding is going to be guaranteed and it's gonna to go to the life of the project where they're gonna have a hundred million just getting people, some of them on, or they're offering some on non-DHHL properties. You know, remember we talked about how you wanna take the hundred thousand and if you have relative or not 50 percenters, you can, and they have a means to buy a house. Yeah, so that's a, another idea. Just get these people into houses. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah twenty-eight thousand uh, on the wait list. Yeah, we always hear about the you know, numbers and uh, in the late part of Governor Ariyoshi's term, I think they started this expedited program. They cut up all these lots and awarded a whole bunch of them, but there wasn't any infrastructure. They said mm -hmm. we'll give you the, the lots without the infrastructure. That didn't work out too well. They couldn't build. Um, and now they're, they're building these lots and part of the infrastructure, but now sewer is a problem. The ones on Kauai, there's no sewer plant. So they got to spend, you know, another you know, twenty-five, thirty thousand $30,000 for a septic system yeah. on top of building your house. So that's what they're going to uh, be faced with right now. They're awarding it as we speak. Uh, but. It, all, all of this infrastructure costs money. So now they got money to do that then. Yeah. Yeah, it's Kauai. Do they have a lot of houses? I know the schools. When I was on the Board of Ed, that was a big problem. The sewer, the septic. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. It's, yeah, um, it costs yeah. money. Yeah, not, not too many uh, public sewer plants. I think it's some private sewer plants, but it's they're way behind in that. I think so, the federal government said this is not legal anymore. You got to get rid of it. Yeah, so they, you know, they, the county council over here, they said, oh, yeah, we got 1.2 million for conversion. Like that doesn't go very far. Not if you're going to spend 30,000 on, on the on system. Uh, yeah, it kind of like going, going back. It's, um, you had the, uh, some of your past campaign, I forget what one was, you know, you, you indicated you have to take care of things at home first and yeah. before. Yeah. yeah, so I guess it goes with what you're doing right now. So Kauai, Kauai, the election for your council people are what, four years, two years? Um, yeah, I think it's uh, four years, but then it's, uh, 
you're, you're in the district is all at large. Yeah, because everybody can vote for everything. Yeah. That's what yeah. I learned when I lived there. Yeah, yeah. and then they, they, they just changed to staggered, staggered oh. now. And term limits, it, it just changed. Oh, really? They yeah. Have... Yeah. Oh. yeah. It didn't have before, but. And then your old, your old campaign team song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you remember it? Yeah, was it? Hey, Dave, he's my brother. I guess that's why you're doing uh, all this to help others, right? Yeah. Well, it's so funny. I went to this open house two days ago, and this, look, he said he graduated Ilan in 2004. And he starts singing my jingle later. Because <laughs> so, I said, I'm an orchestra. I'm looking at, he said, I know who you are by your name. I said, oh my God, you must have been like kindergarten. He said, yeah. no, I like your song because all my friends, we would sing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He said, there was a movie, The Ants. Yeah. There was a movie, the cartoon movie called The Ants or The Ants. And that oh, was the song. <laughs> yeah, Lei Ahu Isa, people for Lei Ahu Isa was a Guantanamera song and it stuck in his head. <laughs> So, so what other things are uh, you guys discussing at uh, the OHA meetings? Oh, our OHA meeting? Well, we changed policy. We did a reorganization since Kamenao left. Uh, we changed the whole reorganization where the whole, well, I teach this at HVU, so I talk about organizational culture and like what your mission statement is. Are we following it? Do we change the policies? So that we can accomplish it. So a lot of positions were changed, the job descriptions were changed. And now with Hawaiian coming back, Olelo Hawaii, um, even I don't know, I gotta learn the departments have Hawaiian names to like payas. And without oh, and then we have so many vacant positions because people left, they couldn't qualify when they rewrote the job description. So now we have like about 40 vacancies. So please tell people go out there and look on oha.org at hmm. jobs opportunities and they pay pretty good so they can apply you don't have to be hawaiian you can apply a lot i don't know if this is i don't think it's only our problem i think it's like that everywhere with the right. restaurants you know with us at hilton yeah you know, a lot of people either call into oh my my brother has covid i cannot come in today we're shorthanded when well, my business yeah we're shorthanded we have to send people to Kauai, maui for work this is changing changing world Dennis. Yes, yes, it is. Like, um, uh, so the you mentioned the organization itself. You know, you you belong to a lot of different boards. I belong to a lot of different boards. I think that the structure is very important, and then you know that's what you teach. I I think that uh, has to be set. Good. I'm glad you're doing that. It's changing uh, now. Before yeah. we come now. It was more cultural, traditional, uh, but now it's more business. You know, Sylvia's a CPA. Yeah, well, you, know, you, got, you got to have structure first. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It, That's it just was... changing the whole organizational culture. What I mean is like Disneyland, that their culture is, it's a happy place. Yeah. Families come there. Yeah. But with OHA, we have beneficiary needs. So it's health, education, that, that kind of. Yeah, so the, the, not so much the cultural, traditional kind of thing. It's more business-oriented, generating funds to help them improve better their lives, which is the mission statement.
So that that's part of the mission statement. Mm -hmm. Oh, and, and um, trustees have a different kind of responsibility that Kuliana. It's not like a state rep or a state senator. And I have to explain this to people. Okay. We're held to a higher calling because we have a fiduciary duty. And that word fiduciary is stuck with the trustee because I was a trustee on Kalama Settlement Board, Aloha Way. Uh, I was on the Real Estate Commission. Yeah, you have a duty to put the needs of your beneficiaries before your own, like a real estate person. I represent my buyer or my seller. I'm not going to go, oh, I'm going to cheat her. I'm going to try to get more so I can get more commission. No, their needs come first. So with us, it's beneficiary as a fiduciary. They can sue us if we don't fulfill that, that duty, that responsibility. We're live. We're up open to, to lawsuits, liability. Yeah, yeah, well, it's uh, and in the in the news, you know, we hear about when when you get the pilikiitis when it hits the news, and yeah, <laughs> yeah we all hear about it, talk about it, uh, but a lot of time we don't hear all the good things you guys are doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so housing is well it's gonna go forward with with the property and all that and um, loans and things like that right well housing abe, is a big thing yeah do you know abe lee right right yeah abe lee he teaches at licensing class and right yeah he approached me with this guy named kiabu thomas kiabu and they wanted to help our Hawaiian people, Oha, because we're getting the money to educate them on owning the house, mortgage, you know, like financial literacy. There's a lot of them, like I think, yeah. well, being on the board of Ed, yeah, because at one time we didn't have money when I was in the state house of representatives. That was such a bad year, the recession, where we cut out geography, we cut out music and PE. I don't know if you remember. Before it was a requirement to graduate and all right, that. Right, right, right. They took them out. Oh, no, we don't have, you got to do the STEM. STEM is math, science, mm -hmm. and the engineer. We have yeah. to do that. So we remove no more enough hours in the day. So we got to take out some credits. And one was geography. So our students didn't even know where's UAE? What is that? United Arab Emirates. I just came back from Dubai. So I know, I know what is it? UAE. Or when I teach HPU, I have students from UAE. But yeah, that was sad. The other one was music. A lot of schools cut out music. And of course, they cut all the, the uh, mental. When Kayatan was there, I remember they closed Leahi. You know Leahi, where we used to have social programs, social pro and, and emotional mental program. Yeah, they shut it down because no money to fund. So now hopefully we get things back. That's why the homeless are all mentally, to me, a lot of them are mentally ill. They have no place to go. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, fund, funding is an issue. Do you have any closing statements? Uh, no. Not only uh, that I'm running again because I feel that my work isn't done yet here. I have so much more to contribute. But because of my background and it's just 
being, we were raised this way. My mother was such a spiritual person. You know, we were raised Mormon. And so my brother, Elwin, Pastor Elwin Ahu, he ran Lieutenant Governor, but he was a judge, circuit court. He gave up the bench with two more years towards retirement. Oh. Yeah, he had eight years on the bench. Oh. Mom said, stay. No, Pastor Wayne needs me because I have I prayed about it and God said he need me now. So no, no more retirement. He missed the two years. Then my other brother's a doctor at Polymomi, medical doctor. And my other brother's, he was at um, Hawaii Telephone. You know, he took Ezra's place. And then he came back here when Har uh, Warren Haruki sent him back. And he got a CPA degree, a CPA, he passed that. And he also electrical engineer. And now he's um, budget for Department of Labor. Labor relations with Marco Soshiro. So all brother, I have all brothers. So that's why I had to go to school and tell my dad I'm smart too. That's why I got my PhD. Oh, terrific. <laughs> yeah. Girls are stupid. I said no. No, no, you all did very well. Thank you. Well, thanks, thanks for joining us, Lee. Uh, mahalo to our wonderful guest, Lee Ahu Isa. Oh, candidate. mahalo for, yeah. for having me on. Yeah. Yeah. This is a candidate for the Office of Hawaiian Affairs. And mahalo to our viewers on Think Tech Hawaii. If you like the Think Tech free media shows, please help support the nonprofit platform. Aloha, avuiho, malama pono. Thank you so much for watching Think Tech Hawaii. If you like what we do, please like us and click the subscribe button on YouTube and the follow button on Vimeo. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn, and donate to us at thinktechhawaii.com. Mahalo.